My capstone topic is proper nutrition and meal planning can help athletes perform better when competing. Peak athletic performance is what athletes strive for, but they don't always take into account just how important proper nutrition is for that peak athletic performance before, during, and after their time of competition. Collegiate athletes in particular have to balance a lot, such as homework and studying, extracurriculars and relationships, all on top of practice, weights, and games. When you're in season as a collegiate athlete, you're focused on so many different things with school and your sport that diet isn't really one of those things that's a priority. And being in college, there's often financial challenges and those can directly impact dietary choices. In college, it's easy to just hop in the car and take a quick drive to any number of fast food restaurants that all offer cheap options on their menu. Jessup is very close to so many fast food places that are convenient for any students in general, especially for student athletes because they might have practice times that are different day to day. They might get out late some nights. It's easy to just go and get a quick snack or a quick meal that's cheap and easy and convenient, but in the long run, it's really adding no nutritional value. According to War Loss Perspectives in Nutrition by Carol Bird Breadbenner, Taste is the number one reason that humans choose to eat the foods that they do. And just because something tastes good to someone definitely does not mean that it's healthy for them. This problem interested me because we were told to think about something significant during our time at Jessup. And something significant for me was that I've been a student athlete here for the past four years and I have firsthand experience as to how nutrition is dealt with in the athletic department. Although emphasis on proper nutrition differs between each team and coach, the general recommendation that I heard for four years and that I know other athletes from other teams have received is that you can basically eat what you want but be smart about it and practice moderation. However, this doesn't just go for game day. This goes for the days leading up to your game and the days after. Again, being in college makes it difficult to eat healthy. There aren't always healthy options available in on-campus dining. And if you don't have a meal plan for your college, then you have to either provide for yourself, cook your own meals, or you rely on cheap options. A common trend that I've recognized at Jessup is that the athletes aren't truly aware about what healthy eating is. I was interested in the nutritional aspect of sports after taking required courses for the biology program here. Learning about the importance of healthy diet for a healthy lifestyle got me interested in the connection between a healthy diet and an improved performance in sports. The nutrition courses I've taken here do touch base on nutrition in sports, but further research really showed me all the different components that go into creating a healthy diet for athletes. Before this project, I decided to track the diets of two Jessup athletes from different sports during the week they were competing, and I gathered the data from their stats, their statistics during those games, and saw how their meals could impact their performance positively or negatively. And I decided to use the data from their performance statistics of the games and see how it could be improved with an improved diet. I tracked the diets of a male basketball player when he had two games that week, and I tracked the diet of a female track athlete who was competing in the pentathlon at Indoor Nationals. 
I wanted to create a meal plan that these athletes could use to, to see if their statistics could be improved for their sport. However, the coronavirus pandemic cut their season short, so I wasn't able to fully test it out, but I did still have a list of dietary recommendations for athletes. Some background information that I gathered was that proper nutrition and meal planning can help athletes combat fatigue and perform better when competing. In the research article, Nutrition, Knowledge, and Attitudes of College Athletes, the authors Dunn, Turner, and Denny state that research indicates that the nutritional knowledge of athletes is minimal, dietary behaviors may hinder health status and athletic performance. Inadequate nutrition contributes to a lack of energy and can cause performance levels to drop, which is shown in these athletes. As the season progresses, players' bodies become increasingly more tired and worn out. Good nutrition should start at the beginning of the season and continue throughout the entire season because proper food will provide fuel for more energy that can be used when playing. Problems such as hunger, fullness, stomach pains, and irregular digestion pattern can also be avoided if meals are more customized to an athlete's needs. Students at Justin in particular have the CAF as the on-campus resource for food, but can often experience irregular bowel movement depending on how often they eat in the CAF, versus how often they eat out, and how often they're cooking for themselves and what they're eating at each of these times. As an athlete, when traveling for games and eating on the road, ordering any type of food, it's very difficult to maintain consistency in what you are eating. That's why my goal was to create a template of sorts to help serve as a guide with good food choice recommendations. The diet of an athlete should be ergogenic, meaning that the diet enhances physical performance, stamina, and recoveries. This will make a huge difference on how athletes feel when they're playing their sport and after. Athletes are consuming foods that don't have ergogenic properties. They're going to be feeling a lot of fatigue when they're playing. And foods that can contribute to this fatigue are many processed foods that have a lot of added sugar and sodium, such as Pop-Tarts, various kinds of potato chips, fruit snacks, and granola bars. These are very common snacks that athletes will have, especially when traveling. However, there are alternative options. Some healthy alternatives include apples with peanut butter, hard-boiled eggs, or Kind or RX bars, which are granola bars that don't have added sugar and sodium. The healthy diet of an athlete should include energy-yielding nutrients, which according to Wardlaw's Perspectives in Nutrition by Carol Bird Redbenner, are carbohydrates, lipids, and proteins. Carbohydrates are composed of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen, and it can be simple or complex. Complex carbohydrates include the starch and grains and the glycogen that is stored in our muscles. Carbohydrates yield four calories of energy per each gram, and they're found in fruits, vegetables, beans, and whole grains. They're found in grains in general, but whole grains are the best option for athletes. Again, in Wardlaw's Perspectives of Nutrition, glucose is the major source of energy in most cells, and a carbohydrate that yields glucose is what provides the energy for most of these cells. Lipids are the second kind of energy-yielding nutrients, 
and it yields more energy per gram than carbohydrates at 9 calories per gram. Lipids are compounds that are composed of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen like carbohydrates, but they are fats that are solid at room temperature and oils that are liquid at room temperature. The author of Wardlaw's Perspectives in Nutrition describes lipids as being separated into two basic types, saturated and unsaturated. This is based on their chemical structure of their fatty acids. And the determinant is whether the lipid is solid or liquid at room temperature and the effect that it has on health. So they're saturated and unsaturated. Plants oils are usually the more unsaturated fatty acids, being liquid at room temperature, and animal fats are usually saturated acids, which makes them solid at room temperature. Unsaturated fats are healthier than saturated fats because saturated fats are more likely to lead to cardiovascular disease and can raise blood cholesterol levels. Some saturated fats include dairy foods such as cream, butter, milk that's heavy in fat and cheese, as well as ice cream. Meat, fatty cuts of meat such as beef and pork and processed meats such as salami and ham are also high in saturated fat. And these should be avoided in the diet of an athlete, especially during the time of competition. Saturated fats can also be found in additives that are plant-derived such as palm oil and cooking margarine. Packaged and processed foods such as pastries, donuts, cakes, those are also very high in saturated fat and shouldn't be a snack for athletes during their competition time. Unsaturated fats are more healthy and that's where athletes need to be getting their energy from. Those include foods such as avocados, avocado oil, fatty fish, nuts, olives, olive oil, eggs, tofu, and peanut butter. Those are the types of healthy fats athletes should be consuming because that is what's going to provide them with the most energy per each gram. Protein is the third energy-yielding nutrient, according to Carol Bird Breadbender in Wardlaw's Perspectives of Nutrition. Proteins are made up of carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, but also nitrogen, unlike lipids and carbohydrates. Proteins are also a major structural component of bone and muscle, yielding four calories of energy per gram but the body doesn't use a lot of protein for its energy needs, and this is a common misconception amongst athletes and just anyone who's really big on fitness anywhere because people think that protein is what yields the most energy, and it doesn't. It yields four calories per gram. Some foods high in protein are eggs, chicken breast, Greek yogurt, milk, seafood, almonds, and lentils. Protein is important in the diet of an athlete, but it isn't the nutrient that needs to have the most intake because it doesn't yield the most calories of energy per gram. This same author for Ward Loss Perspectives in Nutrition states that phytochemicals and zoochemicals are not essential nutrients, but they do provide health benefits such as the reduced risk of cardiovascular disease. So I do wanna put an emphasis on these as an alternative to processed foods that are high in sugar and sodium that athletes usually go to for snacks in between games. Phytochemicals are plant components and whole grains, legumes, vegetables, and fruits. And zoochemicals are components that are found in animal foods. 
Athletes have various energy intakes depending on their body weight, the sport they play, whether they are male or female, and any other health needs or conditions that they may have. According to the Sports Medicine article, Nutritional Practices of Elite Athletes, the authors Economos, Bortz, and Nelson state that energy intakes differ between male and females who are training for about 90 minutes a day. Practice and weights each day can usually last anywhere from an hour and a half to about three hours, and games are usually around two to three and a half hours depending on the sport. So these needs do differ according to the gender and the sport they're playing, as well as their health needs. For males, energy intakes of about 50 calories per kilogram per day are recommended, and for females, it's about 40 to 45 calories per kilogram per day. Some major takeaways are that what athletes put into their bodies really does make a difference because not all nutrients are necessary and not all are going to help your body. Processed foods that are high in sodium and sugar such as the Pop-Tarts, potato chips, unhealthy granola bars, those are not good for athletes that are competing. Foods that are high in unsaturated fats, high in protein, high in carbohydrates, those do help because those are the ones that yield energy the most, especially fats, the lipids. Carbohydrates that yield glucose is what provides energy for most cells, and proteins are the building blocks for your muscles and for your bones. So that's important as well as your body needs to be healthy. As an athlete, it needs to be able to do what you need to do for your sport and to compete better. Processed foods and unhealthy foods, they fatigue your body much quicker. They don't provide it with the energy that your body needs. These foods aren't truly satiating you. And for athletes, that's not what you need. You need foods that will feel you, feel your body, and provide you the energy that you need to perform better. If you don't have the energy that you need from those foods, if you're not getting that energy, those energy yielding nutrients, then your body will become fatigued. Being at college poses scheduling conflicts with homework and studying, practice games, traveling, costs and convenience of food as well. But with improved nutritional education, athletes can make better dietary decisions and have better meal choices that will help their performance in their sport. There is an emphasis on focusing on certain nutrients and foods and staying away from others. That's part of the solution. And although moderation is what's taught at Jessup, it isn't a good rule of thumb because moderation is subjective to each person depending on what they normally eat. This evidence on dietary research does show that the energy-yielding nutrients of Carbohydrates, lipids, and proteins are what should be focused on because those are the nutrients that provide the most energy per gram. A good balance can differ between these nutrients for each athlete depending on their health needs. Once again, the sport they play, their gender, but these are all nutrients that should be having the most intake and not the saturated fats and all the sugar and all of that. Overall, a healthy diet is best for all people, for a healthy lifestyle, but for athletes, they're putting so much strain on their bodies day to day for practice and games and everything that this healthy diet is especially important because they need adequate protein intake 
for their muscles and bones that they're putting so much strain on. They need proper carbohydrate intake because it's an essential nutrient providing energy as well as lipids, which are providing nine calories of energy per gram. Some unanswered questions include how could the performances of the athletes been different had the pandemic not affected their seasons? They weren't able to use a meal glide because their seasons were cut short. So that's a question that would have to be answered based on evidence from their own seasons, perhaps next year. Another outstanding question might be how to sleep in mental states? How could those affect performances in sports? And as a college student, many factors could affect your sleep. You're, you, you get used to having abnormal sleeping patterns in between classes, in between your practices, on the road to games. You're used to functioning off less than eight hours of sleep and a healthy diet is gonna help outweigh the detriments of a terrible sleeping schedule. And same with mental state, diet can help with that as well because it can in, be improved with mental blocks. And those are a rather uncontrollable factor, but diet is more controllable and that could lead to better improved health overall with your body, with your mind, for your mental state, and for sleep as well. Overall, a healthy diet is very important for athletes, especially if they strive to do well. It can help with their performances and improve them because they have less fatigue, they're more energized, they have more energy per gram for each calorie that they're consuming. So this is only beneficial for athletes because their bodies are getting the carbohydrate stores, the lipids, the proteins that they need for their energy intake day to day, going to class, going to practice, playing in multiple games a week. It also leads to healthier body composition and can also meet a person's health needs, especially the needs of an active student athlete in college.